the Coast Guard recruiter was right across the hallway. I'm like, man, let me just go see what he's talking about. I go in there. He starts talking to a 19-year-old about money, and he shows me the picture with the guy with the bulletproof vest on, the Come gun, on, the dog on the uh, boat. Yeah. And I'm like, Will Smith, bad boys too. All day long. Sign me up. He said, if you sign up for six years, you get more money out of boot camp. So I signed up for six years on the dot. They mentally break you. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business, inspiring the kingdom-minded entrepreneur. Today, we've got the great privilege of having Devante Ball with us, who's joining us from... Cincinnati, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. The great Buckeye State. But I love Corpus. I'm here. After 10 years serving actively in the Coast Guard, right. who's now a real estate professional here in the Corpus Christi mm -hmm. market, he's crushing it. Come on. Thanks for being God. here today. Hey, it's good to be here. So good to be here. Have you ever flown a plane? I've never flown a plane. But you've flown in a plane. Right. Okay, so right. whenever I fly in a plane, uh, my, my family and I, we always say the pilot either was trained in the Navy or is trained in the Air Force. Right, right. All determined by the way they land. Interesting. Now, the, okay. Navy, the Navy has to hit a moving ship, a moving target. Right, right. So the, so the Navy guy will hit, when he comes in, he goes like this. Right, okay. He hits hard, mm -hmm. right? Now, if you're Air Force... That boy, he's hitting dry land. He's like, he's coming in smooth. Now that I know that, I'm never going to forget that. And he is just like, he's like flying high. He's like, man, that was smooth. So we always know. So then I run to the front. I got to run past all the other passengers, of course. Okay. I go to the, hey, Navy, Air Force, Navy, Air Force. And the guy's like, Navy. I'm like, yes, one for me. <laughs> I hate landing in planes because of that reason. Really? And now I know most of my Navy, they're mostly Navy pilots. Because I'm telling you, when you, I know when we're taking off. That's easy. We're yeah. good. Yeah, We're, yeah, yeah. But coming in, I'm always like- You don't know how like, they're going to hit. Jeez. And I'm judging them when they're not, like, not, like, I, uh, not judging them judge in a bad them. way, but when, they're, when it's boom, 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 I'm like- I typically, um, when I buckle up, and I, I'm one of the last people to throw my phone on airplane mode, I have to admit, I do take that risk. And I apologize. I think I'm no. risking everybody at that point, right? You're, you're about to be on no flight I feel risk. Like, I feel like if we leave it flight on- Flight risk. I feel like if we leave it on- <laughs> If we leave, if we just left it on, I wonder what happens. And I'm wondering how many other people on the plane wonder that same right, thing. Right, right. Does airplane mode really save the flight? Not anymore. Maybe at how one point, it? I don't know. That's what I really get tripped maybe up Maybe it on. messes with their equipment though, Maybe, right? maybe, right. I don't know. Maybe it's advanced. And so, but I, I buckle up, I say my prayer and mm -hmm. I say, I said, God, I'm, I'm in your hands. Yeah. I said, I'm up in the air. We're going up in the air. I said, if this plane goes down, just take me higher. Yeah. I don't want to hit the ground. <laughs> just take me higher. I want to. I want to fall asleep before we hit. Right, right. Before we hit the ground. And then when we land, you know, oh, when we land, man, we say the about same. Sit my mind up. And when we oh. land, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, I'm just trusting in you, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Andreas. I think we should um, throw some clips in there of some ugly landings that all turned out really well. Of course, obviously nothing. You ever seen that Denzel movie where you flip the plane upside down? Was it a commercial liner? No, it was like a, yeah. The real true story. Too. Oh, the New York deal. Where he landed, he landed in the Hudson. Right. Is that you talking right. about? Wait, is that the one? I think it was a true story. We'll have to verify this, but it's, Denzel it's was the main. It, well, if it was with Denzel, it's always true. And don't watch that movie if you're a Christian, because that, it, I saw it before I was saved. Don't watch the movie. Why are you, that's why you didn't say the name yet, so don't No, worry. yeah, yeah. They get Denzel, though. They're going to find it. I love Denzel. Denzel's I love great. him, too. Bro. He's, He's got some kid. of the best college graduate speeches he's he's that is like my role model it used to be denzel and will smith until will, will until will, will smacked chris he took a, he took a but jada said that um it that, that saved their marriage, their marriage. 
Honey, you look you look like a fool. But you know what? You were a fool in love. Right, right. Wow, what Come a great, on, what a great moment of, um, Lord help whatever him. it takes, right? <laughs> whatever. whatever it takes. If today's episode is about anything else, it's about whatever it takes to be in a in a great place in our life, right? You gotta slap somebody to save your marriage. Do it. I would do it all day long. Come on now. So. Thank you for that long intro. Sorry. That was a ton of fun. Okay. Uh, here's here's So here's one of the things that I, I, I admire about you. I met you, probably probably met about a year ago, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Um, and I'm like, who is this master networker? Hmm. This dude is like, he works the room. Hmm. He, he works his way through. He follows through. Your your socials are phenomenal. Thank you. You got great video. Like you're Thank doing, you. you're doing great. Mm-hmm. But your 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 background is military, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. most military people would just go shoot them up and break some stuff, destroy it, and let the next guy come back and rebuild it. Which are usually it's the the, the contractors or the the right, yes, the builders of the military mm-hmm. come back and build all the stuff, right? So, I mean, so what was your background like? So you grew yeah. up where? You grew up in Ohio, Ohio, yep. the Buckeye State. Yep, born in Columbus, raised Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you go to isn't that a very flat place? There's like no mountains. No. Is that the flat farm, plains? Like, pat, like if you get away from the city, you're seeing cows. A lot of cows. Seeing some fields. Yep. Mm-hmm. A lot of cows. Mm-hmm. My first flight was to Columbus, Ohio, okay. when I was eight years old. Right. They gave me a companion. Interesting. Yeah. My mom stuck me on a plane. Okay. They stuck this little thing on me. Companion. It says companion. No, it on said it, it oh. said don't lose this boy. No, really. Yeah. It was American Airways, and uh, no, yeah, U.S. Air. It was okay. U.S. Air. I was eight years old. They flew me from Albany to Columbus, Ohio to go see my brother Drew. Okay. Who was going to school in Finley. Okay. Got you. And so that was my first flight. Man, as eight years we old. We probably could have crossed too. paths. We you probably... weren't you weren't born yet, but <laughs> I was about to say, let me think about that for a second. <laughs> hey, isn't your birthday tomorrow? Tomorrow. Thirty one. Dude, you must get a ton of a ton of birthday gifts and then a ton of Christmas gifts. Everybody's gonna understand this. If your birthday is near Christmas, you do not enjoy the season. If you're expecting gifts. So parents like they just. Because you're going to get one gift that represents your birthday and and Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And then let me tell you this. I had, have, had, I don't know why I say had. I have a little sister, her birthday, December 21st. A little brother, his birthday, December 28th. Dude. So we didn't feel special at all. It was. (laughs) Here's, hey, your you're alive. Birthdays are you're all alive. This, you should yeah. be, you're in this family. Hey, it humbled me. It humbled me, though, because it was like, you are not the person in the room. You are not the special one. Yes. No favorites? So your mom and dad didn't have favorites? Uh-uh. Are you the oldest? I'm the second, third oldest, sorry. Very split. I'm the only one from my mom and dad, though. Okay. So it gets complex. So you're the I sp- got three brothers, three sisters, but I'm the only one from my mom and dad. Very interesting. I didn't learn what half-brothers, half-sisters were until I got into, became an adult, though. Right, because yeah, it's all family. Right, exactly. It's all big mm-hmm. family. Yep. I love that. Mm-hmm. Raised by my grandparents, though. So you had the full family effect. Mm-hmm. So I was a... I had sisters and, you know, brothers, but I felt like an only child. It was a very... That's very, very dynamic, interesting. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so you go to... What were your aspirations when you were a kid? Man, if I had to say... Man, I was kind of just like a go with the flow type of kid, man. I remember in my younger years, I was doing really well in school. I skipped the second grade, you know. You skipped the second grade? Prodigy. On Did the you rising. just hold on? Hold on, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Do you mean that you were supposed to go to second grade, but you just went to the third grade classroom? No. And, and the teachers didn't catch that? I mean, <laughs> they thought I was the next Einstein. Get out of <laughs> get out of here. Are you serious? But no, for real, I I was smart. 
and they said, hey. In the first grade, you're you brilliant. I love it. I'm telling it's you, so man. Good, I don't man. think it's ever been done before. <laughs> I don't think it's ever been done again. But, That's so funny. But yeah. I so, was so smart, they wanted to hold me back that same year so I could ke- help the next set of students. <laughs> They're like, this guy's a prodigy. We want to hold you back a year so you can coach these younger, younger people. Like that, that but is, you were like, "Let's excel." I love this. This is we are pioneers in our yeah. generation. <laughs> pioneers. <laughs> so yeah, I skipped the second grade, and then so now I'm the youngest, you know, kid in every class up until that point. And Did that give you an underdog attitude at all? Man, I wouldn't say it made me gave me some insecurity, right? I think, right. and I wasn't a very witty guy. I was not a very, you know, quick I don't, with the comebacks. I, got so, it. So you'd go back home and think about it? You're oh, like, man, mm. I'm in the shower. I'm like, next and time, I'm, like, I'm going to say oh, this. That would have got him good. <laughs> that would have got him. I'm saying that I think, next time. I think most people, most people, <laughs> including that, me, right? we all think about that. Like we had like we had a ton of like interactions today, <laughs> and they were like, then we replay all these conversations oh, yeah. in our head. We're like, oh, that was, I shouldn't have said that. That was, <laughs> that was really stupid. Uh, oh, next time, I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. Meg and I, we talk a lot about it, and I'm like, We'll be like, I can't believe you said that, James. I'm like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, I was joking. She goes, your face was straight faced. You didn't even have a smile or a crease in your lips. Like you were smiling. I said, so babe, no I was tearing it up inside. I was so, it was so funny. She uh-huh. goes, they did not think it was funny at uh-huh. all. I'm like, oh, well, maybe next time I'll do that differently. Yeah. But I don't ever do it differently. Nope. Sometimes I put a little smile. <laughs> you, gotta, you just got to, <laughs> I smile too much, I think. I think you're always a happy guy. I smile a lot. And then it's funny though, because- if I'm not smiling, my face looks very, very oh, you upset. Have a, you have a resting, you have a resting face. Huh? What they call it, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. not not a real happy face. One of those. Mm. But as soon as you start talking, can you me, show me I'm your unsmiling up. face? <sighs> What's it look like? Lock into my Denzel. Oh, can you stop doing that? That's okay. a little intense right, for the show, was, dude. We don't. Okay, sorry, we don't have to get intense. Sorry, sorry. Let's just let's just relax. Here. That's why I didn't skip the fifth grade. So you You're the guys I would have avoided as I was walking through the the, no, you the ghetto. I'd be like, whoa, hold up, dude. Right. I used to walk through the ghetto with gator masks on. Hamilton Hill, Schenectady, Hamilton Hill. Anybody here that's listening from upstate New York, you know Schenectady is... And, and Schenectady. Schenectady, yeah. That sounds dangerous, man. It legit is kind of dangerous. Sounds like they walk around with calculators and... Yeah. Well, GE them. launched there. Straight up. That's where GE Edison with the light bulb okay. and all that. He stole, like... Now now we know the real story. Uh-huh. We all thought, like, Thomas Edison was, like, legit. Yeah, yeah. The king of electricity, right. but really it was uh-huh. Tesla who stole his technology and... <laughs> Or whatever he did, whatever with it. I don't know what he did. Right. Then I'm not a historian. Don't, yeah, don't, don't quote me on nothing. They might. I just watch them shows. Don't say too much. I know they might shut me down. We talked about going controversial with this, and really, we're going to get into what you do and how yeah, you yeah, yeah. how you serve in the community here. But uh, we talked about should we make this show controversial? Yeah. If you guys don't see me again, Jesus is King. Come on, baby. Good for him. He's buried, and the government took me out. <laughs> the government took him out. <laughs> so you go from. You wind up from uh, the Buckeye State, then you go to Purdue University. Where, where, what, what was the deal with that? So actually, Purdue University Global didn't happen until I was in Corpus because it was an online, Got an it. online school. Okay. Um, and you know, before all that, I had joined the Coast Guard in 2011, going on 2012. I thought you were sold on working on subs, submarines. I thought no, that was like no, the no, no. the Navy recruiter was like phenomenal, and he had convinced you that spending 12 to 18 months submerged on a right. submarine was like the way that everybody motivating. does it. Motivating. It was very motivating for Motivate. you? So my mom tells me, you know, I'm in Columbus at the time. I graduated high school. I'm in Columbus trying to go to college, doing horribly at college. I'm 
partying way too much, drinking girls, drugs, just, and my mom starts to notice this. And, you know, she's raising like a my good two mama. little brothers, she's and like, my little oh, no. sister, and I'm being this horrible example of a big brother. Deviant. Right? We call it a deviant. Yeah. So she's like, you need to go join the military. Go talk to a Navy recruiter. Isn't that ship up? Uh, is it shape up or ship out? Shape up or ship out. That's what I mean, that's where that, I mean, that's what that was, yeah. right? That was uh -huh. like that. So I'm like, okay, I got to do something with my life because it's not going well. So you, so you identified that too. You're right. You're, you're like, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right, mom. Oh yeah, for sure. So it sounds like you, you, you had a good relationship with your mother then. For, yeah, to definitely. At least be listen and. Mm -hmm. I, I was a very respectful deviant? young guy, but that was a perfect <laughs> way to put it. Actually, I was a respectful deviant. Like, very similar to me. Yes, ma'am. No, yeah. sir. But yeah. when I'm out with my friends or you know away from where I think eyes can't see me, yeah, wilding out. Mm -hmm. It's a good point. So yeah, I'm uh, going to talk to this Navy recruiter, and he just had to be the worst recruiter to ever recruit somebody at the time. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he's improved. He Bob. Like, Maybe Bob's gotten better. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, you can end up on a submarine. You know, you may not <clears> see daylight <throat> for ten to twelve months, but it's very rewarding. And I'm like. I can't, man, I can't do that. That sounds depressing. I go in there. He starts talking to a 19-year-old about money, and he shows me the picture with the guy with the bulletproof vest on, the Come gun, on, the dog, on the uh, boat. Yeah. And I'm like, Will Smith, bad boys too. All day long. Sign me up. I was the Martin Lawrence guy. You were Will Smith? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith. Will I love Smith it. for sure. <laughs> Come on. With a, uh, gosh, what was his name? What was his name? Uh, Jazzy Jeff. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, well, it'll come back to me. But yeah, man, he started talking to me about that, and I was like, sign me up. He said, if you sign up for six years, you get more money out of boot camp. So I signed up for six years on the dot. Wow. Month, two months later, I'm shipping out to Sandy, or, oh, sorry, to New Jersey, Cape May, New Jersey for boot camp. Jersey. It was horrible. It was horrible. On the coast. Eight weeks. They say Coast Guard is, there's Marines, the level of difficulty mm -hmm. for a boot camp. They say Marines, Coast Guard, and then... Yeah, the rest is easy. Yeah. Not easy, but. Do they try to kill you? They try to drown you? They mentally break you. Yeah. I Okay, so I had lost my grandfather in, in high school. He was a pastor, and it felt like, you know, when he passed away, it was as if I would, you know, this is probably not accurate, but it felt like this. It felt like the, the spirit of God just left the home. Sure. You yeah, know, like he was the only one holding it together. Yeah. And so I had never cried or anything when he passed away like I just and I thought something was wrong with me yeah, you know I get to boot camp they start breaking me down mentally I remember I was uh we did this drill where they would the company the commanders the drill sergeants they would have us take all of our clothes put it on our bed wrap up the sheets so it's like a you know in a little pal you're carrying everything <laughs> over your head and then you go down three flights of stairs they make you do push-ups sit-ups yell scream run back up there put everything back together again do it again. They did that, like, I mean, numerous times. Wow. So it's just breaking you down mentally. And then we they put us all in the hallway, and they're telling us to yell the same thing over and over again. And I start screaming like a maniac, like losing my mind. Yeah. And the company commander pulls me aside, and she's like, Devontae, you have to calm down or you're going to break. And and you're like, aren't you trying to break? Me? And I'm like holding back tears. But yeah. she meant like break on, a, I guess, a whole nother level. Oh, like mental. I guess so. I had never felt that way before in my life. So. Well, they're pushing you to every possible right. breaking point. Yep. And that was a breaking So they want to break you to the get to the breaking point but not break you. I guess so, huh? Right? Weird. I guess so. But I, I leave her presence. I'm holding back tears. I'm pretty sure she saw the tears in my eyes. I go to the bathroom and I just start 
losing it. And the only thing I can think about is my grandpa passing away. Mm-hmm. And now I think back and I'm like, that was a moment that needed to happen. Yeah, the healing moment. Yeah, yeah. For grieving. Sure. You have to grieve. We yep. all need to grieve. Mm-hmm. I know. I know a lot of men. They don't. They don't really process that. They, they think that you know. They were just taught. They were just taught. Don't don't don't, don't cry and all mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being a father of four daughters, for the past I don't know, twenty years. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've learned that um, you know, it's like crying is like cleansing the soul. Right. Mm-hmm. You've got to cry. See, cry it out. So David just, crying all the time. <laughs> David. Yeah, the warrior is crying all the time. Right. Isn't that wild? Right. Yeah. I mean, I can remember, you know, to that point, just for, I mean, quickly, and then we're going to move on, but um, I can remember after, like, you lay everything out on the line, mm-hmm. like football, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I was a football player, and, and we would play our hardest. Mm-hmm. We would just, until the whistle, right. to the end of the game, it was just, you laid everything out there, mm-hmm. and you lose. Mm-hmm. Gave it your absolute best, and you lose, and the only thing you can do is you're just... Oh, and you start weeping, start right. crying. Man. I mean, and that was like a regular thing because our mm. team lost every game for three years, <laughs> varsity football. Every game we every every game we played for three years, we lost. Ouch, man! But I loved every moment. <laughs> that is, I read this. Sorry, I don't know. But I, I cried after every single game. Out of a leadership, <laughs> I read this page out of a leadership book, and it said, "Are you interested or committed? You are committed. I was committed. You are committed. I defined myself as a football player <laughs> until I met Christ. Three years for three years. That is, I love that. Three years and my final That's game. That's why you are who you are today. My final man. game. I am the ultimate underdog. The final game uh-huh. of my my high school career. Did y'all win? I scored a touchdown. But y'all. No, we lost, but I scored. A but you won. But I won. <laughs> my dad was there to see it. My mom was there to oh, see it. Oh, that had to feel good, dude. It was like that had to the ultimate. Good. Like it was like I ran around that field like we like we won. We got blown out, but I ran around like I had my best possible game. <laughs> right, that right. Was my best possible game. Last one too. It was my last game. You put it all out there, and I, I was all star, uh, middle linebacker two years in a row for our conf- capital conference. Okay. So I mean, I was. You were offensive player of the year for uh, that, that. That was, but I was defense. So de- I did both You're right, right. defense and offense. But, got you. But um, but my point though is that you know to your to your point is cleansing and crying and being oh, able yeah. to is important. Man, some of the most, and I know you'll we'll probably lean into this later, but some of my most, I feel like, fruitful moments and seasons with the Lord when I was at that altar. Come on, tears flowing. Yeah, and man. I don't. Even, and it wasn't even sad tears. It was just the Holy Spirit truly touching me yeah, and man. renewing me and just undoing all the. We need that. You know? We need it. Sanctification, man. I was, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you go from, uh, you put in, you had, a, you had a full-time career, 10 years, 10, mm-hmm. 10 years. You're in the reserves right, right now, reserves, right? Yep. You were in, you started in Jersey. You mm-hmm. wound up in San Diego. San Diego. Mm-hmm. So, you, so you were full-time commissioned in San Diego. Yep. On a um, boat. And then from there... You got transferred to Corpus Christi? From there, I went to the Middle East for a year. Oh, you went to the Middle East? Yeah. I was Where were you stationed Bahrain. there? Bahrain. is right next to like Saudi Arabia. And the Coast Guard, we're actually under the Navy out there. So we're, you know, working in partnership with the Navy. And uh, Anything cool out there happen? Man, that There's was... A, that's a hot spot, man. <clears throat> that's a hot spot. I think most people think that the Coast Guard doesn't do anything. Right. Oh, I mean, straight up, I feel like hands in if you want to get into, mm-hmm. if you want to get into the military, you don't want to really see a whole lot of action, mm-hmm. go Coast Guard. Right. And like mentally, I mean, that's... And it's but, not, but it's not like that, right? I mean, you guys. I mean, are, there would be like little, uh, you know, divisions in the Coast Guard. They're on the Navy boats to do special operations, right? Like, they do some really cool stuff, especially if you go on the law enforcement route. They do some cool stuff. Tell us something that nobody else knows that won't get you uh, in trouble. If it gets you in trouble, we'll always edit it can't later. Can't tell you that. I can't tell you that. <laughs> I can't think of anything. 
<laughs> any cool, any you, cool any cool engagement with like uh, enemy ships this. or anything like yes. that? Yes, actually, because I, I was trying to figure out which one I was going to talk about. Devontae's got a ton of stories that he can't tell us. They says they're top secret, but he's going to save no. this one right here right now for Kingdom Mares. Go. Boom. So we were. This is when I was in the Middle East and out there. I've been on cutters most of my career. It wasn't until Corpus. What's that a I cutter? Oh, a boat. It's a, a, a large ship. Okay. Right. Do you, with with fishing reels and catching big tunas. No, because that's where we, with big guns. And, okay, big guns. <laughs> that's, that's my kind of ship. Big guns. So I'm out there. Torpedo boat, launchers, right? you know. For real? Yeah. So, oh. Really? Well, they have grenade launchers. To be, that's probably submarine torpedo. Torpe okay, that's you don't where. Want those. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're in Bahrain. I'm on this boat, and this is a. Uh, uh, our boat was called the Wrangler, Wrangler, the Rowdy Wrangle. All right. So <laughs> we would go out to sea for maybe a week, two weeks at a time, and we're just patrolling the patrolling the area out there. Well, at that point, it was 2014. I guess there was still some hostility with Iran. Mm -hmm. Maybe there still is. I don't know. But anyway. There is. Yeah, right. Okay. So uh, we would hear about it, but it never happened to us. The Iranian vessels would pull up on you in their boat and they'd be all suited up, got their gear on, their helmets, bulletproof vests, men and their guns. And so, you know, they would have us on alert about that, but we had only heard about it. So now we're out there on one of our first few patrols, you know, trying to get our feet wet. And one of these Iranian vessels pulls up and we... I mean, we hear the alarms go off. Everybody gets their their bulletproof vest on. The tactical helmet. gear. I'm, yeah, I'm manning the the gun. The so we have machine guns right on the side and a grenade launcher on the back. So I'm manning one of the machine guns. And how big are the bullets? Huge, the rounds like huge. fifty cal. I can't even tell. I think it, yeah, I think it's fifty cal. Ooh. Right, they're huge. And so now we're in this kind of standoff, right? And I'm thinking in my mind. I'm going down with the Here ship. Here we go. <laughs> Here we he go. He who hits first wins. Right. And that's what I'm thinking too. Like, do we want them to shoot first? Because, you know, we're not allowed Engagement. To... It's about rules of engagement. Right, right. And But in my mind, I'm like, I want to be the first one to shoot. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, if well, I'm going to get be shot like, at. Yeah, I want to be shoot first. You know? Absolutely. But what they would do, what they're doing, is they're just getting intel. They're trying to see how we move. So they're just recording us. Yeah, of course. They're just recording us, and we're just recording them. Yeah. Uh, and so and that goes on for like an hour. And then, you know, by the— Hi, guys. 40, Bob, how are you, Bob? Good to see you, Bob. By the 45th minute, <laughs> minute on the second time that happens, you're just like, man, these guys. It's no longer like—it's crazy because what if they just decided this day we're going to shoot at them? But on the second time, we're like, oh. We're like taking off slow, putting on our uniform. And so, yeah, that was like the craziest thing that happened to Iran. Other than that, it's just chasing drugs off the coast of Central America. We would get bales of cocaine. Oh, my goodness. I'm telling you, like, you never know how much drugs is moving into America until you get a, a, a you know, seize a bunch of drugs coming up to California or Florida. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, the fantail of the boat, I mean, you can park 30 cars on it, right? We fill up the whole flight pad. Oh my goodness! Which is bales of cocaine, like size of this bottle, you know, size of this Bible, full of cocaine. Do you think? Let me ask them. Just does that stuff wind up back in circulation? I would. You or know, do they open it up and just dump it out? Or does it go to the evidence room? It's supposed to go to the evidence room, which is nonsense. And then I straight up think that's nonsense. Them. Yeah. Why? Why don't you just dump it out? I would just dump it in the sea. Never thought about that. I just think about the stuff. You know, it had some logos on it too. It had like Wendy's on it, McDonald's. Not saying that they're involved. I'm just saying. Are you serious? Maybe they use those as little codes. But I remember seeing that stuff on there. I was like, now that would be Now that's a Big Mac over there. Now that's the Quarter Pounder. <laughs> right. Now that's a Halitos burger over here. Come on. 
Come I on. am getting hungry, dude. I'll be eating soon. But I do wonder that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like those, the whole mm -hmm. idea of evidence room. It's like all the stacks of cash that they confiscate. Well, then we see movies about it and what happens to that evidence? Come it's on. It's taken. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, just, I mean, straight up. It's like we do all this effort to, to capture stuff. And then, right. And then it gets released back to public. Any memorabilia? You know what I'm saying? Just straight up. Dispose of I would it. just keep the wrappers. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Take pictures of it. I mean, take pictures. We got the wrappers. We can probably dispose of this now. Throw it in the ocean. Yeah. Clean, that's man. Well, This so, so you guys are front line. You, the Coast Guard is front line to- For our coast. Preventing, right. preventing drugs. I mean, majority mm -hmm. of it's drugs. Yeah, 100%. Drugs there's and a, illegal immigration. There's a speed of a certain, of a boat picked up on uh, mm -hmm. radar of speed. Mm-hmm. I know they have the big planes that sit up top mm -hmm. and they have the- Oh yeah, the radar on it. The radar. Mm -hmm. There's one here in Corpus. There's one in Florida. Mm -hmm. They oversee our waters mm -hmm. and they can pick up the movement of these ships. Crazy, these boats. Right. They're boats. They're speedboats. Right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's wild. I mean, I'll tell you one more story. I remember when I, uh, this is when I was really wanting to be in the law enforcement scene, getting all my qualifications. Uh, yeah, because you're like 6'4", 200 pounds. <laughs> Right. I mean, all your socials, you look like a giant. Really? Yeah. And in That's person, good. in person, you're just, I think you're like six foot. <laughs> the way you set that up. <laughs> I, I'm i six foot with my shoes on. With your shoes, with your uh, lifts, dude. Uh, <laughs> 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 never mind. Air Force Ones, man. Air Force <laughs> Ones. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Never, never mind. Law enforcement. Because I wanted to be law enforcement too. Did you really? Oh, absolutely. Criminal justice all the way. After about two months, three months of school, I'm like, this ain't working this ain't for me. It. Right. Yeah. Yep. I want to. I want to be a handyman. That's okay. what I want to be. I want to go be a handyman. I. Uh, so when we, it's my first patrol, getting uh, you know, certified, and we would pull up on like these these fueling points. So it's these little boats, little pontoon boats with bales of gasoline on it. Maybe like four bales of gasoline. That's a bomb on water. And then you got this one or two guys, you know, just waiting for the drug boat. To come fuel mm -hmm. up boom 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 so we pull up on one of the uh you know the fueling points and what we do is you know we get them put them on our boat and we take we drop them off in either you know a near country port get them back to their country or wherever they go I don't are know. you do you guys then become the the boat fueling station like under drugs? like undercover no you're like, oh i waited for them yeah. that's what i would do That'd be smart, I'd be like, right? let's take you guys out now we're sitting here uh-huh. And we're yeah. ready to refuel your boat. Come get your fuel. Come get your fuel, and then you take them out. <laughs> hey, that's not Juan. That's not Juan. <laughs> For real, man. So I go on. I'm about I have to a lot of ideas boat. in my brain. I, you, I, you need to run the Coast Guard. I, I could run Coast Guard. <laughs> so we're uh, boarding this vessel, and I'm used to being on the big boat. So you feel it moving, but not as much as you would on the Oh, yeah, boat. sea legs. Yeah. <clears throat> so I get on this little boat, suited up, everything on, and I start smelling this gasoline. <laughs> Oh, goodness. That'd make me throw up. And we're in the ocean. Oh, and it's, dude. Yeah. It's nauseous galore. Yeah. I start getting nauseous, man. I start getting real nauseous. And it's, you want to lose your authority as a, as a law enforcement. <laughs> throw up in front of <laughs> I just start yakking bad in front of these guys. They're laughing at me. The, you know, I'm like, why are these guys laughing at me? We're about to arrest you. That's right. right. We're about to arrest you. Take they're, you out. They're laughing. But. A lot of them, they want to get picked up by us mm -hmm. because they don't even want to be out there. They're out there because they probably got to do this to provide for their family. Of like, course, you know, it's the a job for them. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So they control. want to get picked up by us. They get they get fed. They're on a way better boat. Yeah, and they get to go home. Yeah, you know. Right, right, right. So they ain't really got nothing to lose on that. Hopefully, I don't know if they're family. You know, no, no, no. I, I don't get know it. how the cartel works, but it's wild, you know. man. So that's when I figured out this law enforcement thing. It probably ain't it. 
Well, some people throw up before big games. True. I mean, That's so maybe that was just that maybe that was just what it was. You were getting you're, ready. You're getting ready because things popped off yeah, at the offload. Come on, yeah. If you're not if you're not equipped, how do you know if you're ready or not? If you didn't got Michael Lowry. Michael Lowry. Lowry. Sorry, <laughs> bad boys. <laughs> Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna movie. do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Bad hey, boys, bad hey. boys. That was a good movie, man. That was a great movie. <laughs> See, I'm right there with you, dude. Right there. Michael, Michael Lowry. Michael Lowry. I met a guy here in town whose name is Michael Lowry, who looks the exact opposite of... I'm about to say, uh, is he, I'm about to say it's the he, exact opposite. And is he, he as cool as him, though? He's a he, cool dude, and he's a doctor here in town. Hey. And he tells everybody, my name's Michael Lowry. I said, nice to I see would, you. I would definitely own that name. So you move from... You move from full time. Yep. You make a decision. Why did you decide to get out, and why real estate? Mm, why real estate? It's a, that's night and day, dude. Yeah. So, what oh. was your exchange like? How do you go from there to there? Mm-hmm. So, I got saved, twenty eighteen, October twenty eighteen. That's when I got baptized. And twenty eighteen was a very like I say everybody's rock bottom is different, sure. right? Everybody's yeah. right. So, twenty eighteen was my rock bottom year, and I and it's crazy because, in the military, I was ranking up. Financially, I was killing it. You know, bought the house, no car debt. Are you married at this point? Married? No, no, not in 2018. Not married. I don't get married till 2021. So I'm single, single, uh, and just killing. You know, checking these boxes in a worldly perspective. Devante is killing it. Yeah. And at the time, I was in a relationship too with a a girlfriend, and you know, we weren't living for the Lord, so it was sexually immoral there. And I remember uh, uh, laying down next to her one day, and I just felt disgusting man i just felt really grimy and i just feel like sin does that there it is i feel like there are certain moments in life where the lord will allow you to get a clear perspective and a clear vision of the state of your soul it makes you feel dirty yes yeah and i and that was that moment for me he was giving me like the grace to actually see the state of my soul yeah he's always calling us Mm -hmm. he's always calling even in our place of that that place he's always calling us out yeah Mm -hmm. and in that in that moment i know now felt the Holy Spirit say, you need to go to church. And it was, it was weird because it could have been, you need God. You know, it's like, you need to go to church. Right. Mm. And so. Well, you had a background. Right. You had an upbringing. Yep. My and grandfather was a pastor. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A, lot so of, was, so, a lot of seeds sown there in you. Right. And I think, you know, now that you bring that up, because even growing up, I knew of God, but I didn't have a relationship right. with Jesus. Right. That's how most you know? people are. I mean, right. most people, they have mm-hmm. that, they check that box. Right. Yeah. So, you know, the Lord is, you know, he's, He's so smart. So he knew he, by saying that to me, that would get, you know, that would resonate yes. with me. Grandpa. Right. Boom. So, uh, uh, spiritual start, figure, spiritual father. Yep. Yeah. There he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, he's, I, I look back on him and I'm like, man, I wish I'd have tapped into him more. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. the yeah. wisdom and every, cause he was, you know, a little sidetrack. He was dying from cancer his last four to five years. And I didn't know this at the time, but he would get up on stage every Sunday. Come on. Finish strong, life, finish strong, preaching healing, preaching, you yes. know, the gospel yeah. yes. while he's dying. Come on. And I look back on that now. It's like, oh, he must have had something. He must have knew something. Come on. It was man. worth it for him. Yeah. You know, and I think about for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. That's you know? right. He pressed so on. I believe that's what my grandpa was living in at that time, you know, salvation. So now I'm coming to this moment where the Lord's calling out to me. I get invited to New Life Church, Grant Middle School at the time. Okay, I get invited and I'm like, man, let's go. You know, this is, and I had tried to go to church before, but it just didn't, wasn't time, but this is the time. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. 
I go to church and I don't even remember what the sermon was about, man. I just, pastor's name was out there preaching. And, you know, he would have moments where he would like look straight at me. I was like, man, this dude is like looking into my soul right now. Like, <laughs> man, for real. It was Jay, did, very you have your, did you have your sunglasses on? No, hmm. I should have though. Yeah, uh-huh. like, But I mean, it was like he was piercing my heart with the words that he it's was the Holy preaching. Spirit doing it his was, work. Man, it was yeah. cutting my heart. And I just knew in that moment, this was the puzzle piece that you're looking for. You know, it wasn't going to be the getting out of debt. It wasn't going to be the ranking up in the military. It wasn't going right. to be the girl. Right, right. It was this. It was the Lord. That's awesome. And I, I, I mean, that. I didn't skip a beat. I started attending every Sunday, started getting involved. And in that time, the Lord was showing me, you can't walk in two directions at once. You yeah, can't you go can't. north and south at the same exactly time. That's exactly right. Yes. And the relationship was very immoral. So the Lord had to start dealing with me about mm-hmm. my company. You know, yeah. bad company corrupts good character. It does. Proverbs. Yeah. We've talked a lot about that. Yeah. So now there's this pruning happening. And once I, you know, surrender that to the Lord and get out of that relationship, it was just like, Rock I mean, fuel. I start, you know, serving. You know, they start asking me to even be involved in leadership ways. Mm-hmm. And so from 2018 to about 2019, I'm renewing my mind. Like, it's amazing. I just think about that's such a sweet season of life, right? Like yeah. the Lord has given me this whole new breath of life. And I'm having to deal with old Devontae at the same time, right? Like, yeah, you've been programmed, not programmed, you've lived a sinful life for so long and now it's yeah, like you're trying to learn how to not think of women in this way, not yes. look at the world this way, not think of yourself this way. So it was a struggle. There's uh, some there is. righteous yeah. fall down seven, get up eight moments. But uh, June, 2019 was when I really leaned into the Holy Spirit, right? And that, cause sexual morality and lust were huge snares for me, yeah. huge snares for me. And I got to a point where I was just like, man, if I can't, overcome this if i can't surrender this what am i doing it was just one of those yeah it's a major it's a major it's a major hurdle but it's also a major milestone Mm -hmm. um, for men yes oh my gosh i think it's a big deal many men yeah and once i finally said i need the holy spirit i need to be baptized in the holy spirit i need to get filled with the holy spirit because you can't do it in your own strength this is the whole point you can try but you can't but you can't yeah the holy spirit Spirit. is the one that is the one who helps us overcome Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so once I, i i remember going into my it was the heaven come services partner with me going into the bathroom by myself no one's else there so it's like me and my bathroom lights are off even had a candle lit i was trying to come on bring in the presence right got yeah. some music playing and i'm just crying out for the lord to baptize me in the spirit and you know the tears are flowing and i i was whenever i explain that to people i'm like it wasn't one moment it was moments it was where continuous. he was baptizing yeah. me in his presence yes and from you know june july of 2019 to when i got married to my wife i was celibate Pure, walking yeah, in holiness good, and i know it was those the holy spirit coming and making a way for that and so now it's 2020 2019 going in 2020 and the lord starts hey i want you to stay in corpus yeah like, i can't i'm in the military i gotta go you can be shipped wherever they want you to take know, you no i gotta go like in t- next year 2021 i gotta go i can't i can't stay here lord and i just couldn't get away from it start i start asking for clarification like lord show me that this from you. And I start justifying reasons not to stay. Like, no, sure. I'm saved. I can go and now preach the gospel to these other military members yeah. in other places that I go. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do that. But I just could not shake that the Lord was telling me to stay. And so I remember talking to Pastor Mike one time and said it, and I hadn't even really thought about it as much, but I said it to him. It's like, I think I'm gonna stay here in Corpus Christi. You had to speak it out. Here. Yeah. You had to speak it out. And once that was said, once that left my mouth, yeah, then it was like, Mm. the confidence in my heart started growing for it. You know, like, okay, 
So yeah. I want to I want to uh, hover over that for a minute. I think okay. that uh, there's a lot of people that number one you said it wasn't until you 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 turned mm-hmm. right. We just call that repentance. Repent. Yep. Mm-hmm. But but a lot of times it's also called revival. Hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Because revival is repenting. Yeah. And when you repent, the closeness of God is right there. Hmm. Right. And so, but until we actually turn away from what. Mm-hmm. We know we have mm-hmm. to cut off, like you yep. said, you had to cut it off. Cut off. Uh, when you do that, it's kind of like there's an accelerant added. Yes, 100%. everything that you saw mm-hmm. ahead of you, you're like, but you're just not reaching it. Right. You realize you right. cut that thing off, mm-hmm. and then you turn away from it, and it's like, boom, whoa! Now right. you're just flowing into the accelerant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's really powerful. But even in that, the Holy Spirit is the one that will keep that fuel. Yes, it's a consistent mm-hmm. fuel. Yep, it's be being filled. Yeah, be right. continually filled yep. daily. Renew your mind and continually be filled. Right. And so I had a filling moment 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, you've been dry for a long right. time. You're Come running on. on fumes. Come on. And so mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for myself as well, it's that continual refu- refueling, right. the continuation. But daily bread, man. Yeah, it's like daily, daily bread. bread. It's uh, And we, I tell people too in our life group, it's like salvation when you get baptized, that's the beginning. It's yes, the beginning. If you have it in your mind that okay, I made it, I'm saved. Oh man, the devil's gonna have a good time trying to get you to fall. He's gonna, he wants, he wants to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes, he does. He's a, he's like a a, a lion, looking for who he can like. devour. Right, like, like, because Jesus, Lion of Judah. Come on, we got the real lion. Yeah, but so it's like that would tell me, and then you have scriptures like stand firm, resist the devil, and he'll flee you from know? you. So it's like. Now salvation isn't. But it says flee. And he will flee. Flee, flee temptation. Right. Yes. Yep. Flee temptation. Flee the immoral Right. Wound. Flee. Yes. Run. Mm-hmm. But stand. There's got to be some intentionality. But stand mm-hmm. against the enemy. Amen. And he will flee. He will flee. When you stand, but we stand with the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that um, what's really good here is that, you know, we're kind of talking about your experience, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. where you've been. Right. And we talk about now you're, you're, you're killing it, crushing mm-hmm. it in real estate. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. I mean, you had Rookie of the Year 2021, Gold Producer 2022 Mm -hmm. and 2023 Mm -hmm. here in our city, your top producer. Right. Uh, So you're crushing it. Doing well, praise the Lord. But you had said, you made a comment to me before we started. You talked about, uh, what's that quote that you had said? The way? You had said, the way of Christ. Oh, oh, uh, the way of Christ. Christ's plan for my life is way better than man's plan. Like, in essence, right? Yes, that's right. And so that that was just tracing back to, I did my life my way forever, all the way up until 25 going on 26. And I saw the fruit of that lifestyle. Like, yeah. sure, had some fun moments, sure, made some money, but it all came with strings attached. Yes. Like it came, some of those strings attached, practically, you wake up the next morning, hungover, whatever, and just feeling like crap. It's like, yeah, so was all that fun the last night really worth it? What did it cost you? It cost you know? something. You know, because it, it did. And, you know, now knowing what I know spiritually, man, it was it was like, if I can think of a credit card, I was just racking up debt on my soul. Like my soul That's was good. getting darker and darker and darker. And then I reached that point in 2018 where it's like, bro, you are not the man that you thought you were going to be. Isn't and you're amazing? far from the man that you're called to be. Come on. Isn't that amazing? <sighs> you know, I think when when I know like when, we, when you you make that reset, because mm-hmm. uh, the Bible talks about every, you know, today is the day of salvation, mm-hmm. you know, Amen. and and so at any moment, any of us can have a reset. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of people that can be like, man, I, I, man, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of where that place mm-hmm. is that Devante's talking about mm-hmm. where he was at. 
Man, yeah. And I don't know how to, how do I get away from that? Like, mm -hmm. how do I just, I mean, I feel like this is my life. Right. But it, it all changes the day you cry out. Yes. You cry yeah. out to the mm -hmm. Redeemer. Mm -hmm. He is a Redeemer. Amen. He's a rescuer. Mm -hmm. Literally, he, if redeeming means that you were, you were, you were bought, you're enslaved to whatever right. it is. Right. Mm -hmm. He'll come in, he'll redeem you. Right. Like, he'll actually buy you. Right. Yeah. He'll buy you. Then you become a bond servant right. unto the one who redeemed you. Right. And so, literally, he gives you a brand new life. Mm -hmm. You don't forget. You right. don't forget. Right. Exactly. But you get a testimony. whole new life. Mm -hmm. And that's your testimony, mm -hmm. right? Mm hmm. And so, you now have, you got the fuel, you got the octane mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In your, in your work. Mm -hmm. um, you're seeing, we can talk about that for a couple minutes as right. we kind of wind down here, but right. as we get ready to land the plane. Hey, let's land it. Uh, are we going to land it smooth or are we going to land yeah. it hard? Let's land it smooth. Air Force. Uh, Air Force. <laughs> Take it in. And, um, you know, but you, you in our community, um, it's, it's cool, man. You're a transplant just like mm -hmm. me. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and, but you're, you're, you're blessing a lot of people in our mm -hmm. community right now. And, and I don't think it's a moment. To, I don't think it's for a moment. Right. I think it's just who you mm -hmm. are and who you've allowed Christ to be in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and it shows in, in what, and how you, you care for mm -hmm. people now with what right. you do. Yeah. So what is that you're doing right now? And, um, right now it's, uh, you know, full-time real estate. I am still reservist in the Coast Guard. So I serve, you know, uh, every now and then. And then, uh, man, I used to say this a lot, you know, cause people would ask me, Hey, do you work for the church? Are you staff for the church? And like, are you a pastor? And it was always my heart. We're all ministers unto Come the on. Lord. I just said this yesterday. We're all somebody. ministers yeah. unto the Lord. So when that's always a hard question for me to answer because I just want to say yes, but I don't want them to be confused and think I'm on staff at the church, Correct. right? Yeah. Uh, so, but I would. It was always my heart. If they needed me to go and clean the bathrooms, I would do it. Like that's just how yeah. submitted and surrendered to the will of God I was in my life, and Amen. still am, right? Yes. So yeah. now it's just okay. I'm gonna sell this real estate, and here's my motto: God first family second, real estate third. Yes. So everything I do, whether it be real estate, you know, or, or, or stewarding my family, it's all to give glory to God. Yeah. Because I just know that I would not be here if it weren't for his grace and his mercy. Come on. When yeah. I think about all the bullets that I put myself in front of prior to giving my life to him. Yeah. And I didn't get any like lifelong lasting, whether it be diseases kicked out, the military put in jail, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's the grace of God. It is the grace of God. I should have suffered those Like others have. Like right? others have. Yeah. Exactly. Why was I spared? I Ex think about that a lot. Why man, was I spared? Man, 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 man. No reason was for a, me to be here. Spared. I wrestled with that question uh, uh, early 2019. And um, man, he, he answered me. I won't get the answer because it gets confusing, but he answered me. Yeah. And in a sense, of, it, was, it was along the lines of, you know, because he's omniscient. Because like, yes. I knew you would be standing for me. I need Come to be standing for me. Because not because right? some people who are spared or saved, they don't, mm -hmm. in the end, they think it was just for them. Mm -hmm. And it's, this is my Jesus. This mm -hmm. is my experience. Right. And I keep him really it's close to me him. like this. It's him. And I said, well, that's really selfish. Right. I mean, isn't it? It's him. Isn't it his? It's him. And, and he saved us, not for mm -hmm. ourselves. I mean, right. he did for us, but, right. but it was like so that we would go back. I saw this quote. Says, uh, Jesus saved me from the pit. Mm -hmm. He pulled me out. Mm -hmm. Now I can go back and help pull yep. other people out Amen. now that I'm set free. And that goes to the whole, you know, when the Lord starts dealing with, you know, friendships and, and these partnerships that you have with the world and he starts saying, hey, you got to, you need to sever that. That's right. You need to sever that covenant. You need to, you know, be fully devoted to me. If you are still entertaining like those old sinful relationships, friendships, how can you really be a witness to the new life in Christ if they still see you the same? You know, it's right. like, I'm not saying 
don't completely have friends there in the world. But what I'm saying is, are you being a witness to them of the saving grace of Jesus Christ? Yeah. And I can't be a witness if I'm there getting drunk with them. Well, they're you like, know what I'm saying? Like, like, well, you're no different, dude. Exactly. You're no different. How can you even talk to me about this? You're right. No, you're no different. No new creation. Yeah. No, you got to be a new creation. Yeah. You got to be a new creation. And so now, like with a bunch of, you know, I still have old friends. Uh, we don't talk as much anymore, but I love them. But of I know course. if I if I cheapen my witness. But they're watching you. Yeah. But and that's the thing. But that's my biggest you. testimony. Of course, to they're them. still watching you. I got, right. I got friends on my Facebook that that hit me up. They want to be friends mm -hmm. that we've from a long time ago. Mm -hmm. They remember me then, right? And they still they just watch. Yeah, they like, see. What, they're like, I wonder if he, I wonder if what he's doing is legit. Uh huh. I'm like, dude, I've been walking this walk for 23 years. Right. It's legit. Or 25, 24 years. It's it's legit. On, he's on the marathon. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going back. <laughs> right. I'm right. not going back. No. <laughs> Why would I go back? Oh man. Right? Sometimes I get chills when I think about. <laughs> oh my goodness. Going back and doing something. Why of this would stuff? I go back to that? Fear God. It's like a. It's, it's like um. <laughs> It's like why it's like why does a dog return to its vomit? Boom. Why, there it is. But but a dog will return to its vomit will. and it'll eat it back because oh. it was familiar to him. Uh it came from him. Right. Um somehow he thinks it'll give him nourishment again, right. somehow give right. him life again, mm -hmm. but it's still vomit. Mm. And um Go to the you know, well. Yeah, go to the well, the living water. Go to the, go to the well. living water. Yeah. And I think that's what you you're you're doing that. Right. And mm -hmm. I think I've really enjoyed watching um, your success mm -hmm. in the community. You got great, great PR, great marketing, by the way. Man, uh, and let me tell you, I'll tell you're you sewing into that, and you're doing a great job. A lot of people should sew into that, right? And you're doing it, right? Um, but to that point, mm -hmm. you're you're doing very well in our mm -hmm. community, um, and I think that it's only going to continue on mm -hmm. as you continue to seek Him first. Yes, Matthew chapter six, verse thirty-three: 33. Mm -hmm. Seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. Yeah. And he was talking about, you know, why you worry about clothes, why you worry about what you eat, why you all that will be added. You'll get on, all that. Just, just chill. First, the kingdom of God, and that's such a that scripture, that one, and First Corinthians ten, think thirty one, where he talks about no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. Those two scriptures, life verses, life verses. Yeah, and they and they give life. They give life. They, they do give life to us. Because the one in Corinthians that gave me accountability. He was like, wait. The temptations that I've suffered and gone through, I'm not special. Everybody has gone we through. All, we, even Jesus experienced those same things. But he says, and God is faithful. He will leave a way out so you can endure it. Amen. So it's like every temptation that I've ever faced, there was always a way out because God is faithful. So if I fell to that temptation in that moment, I fell to that temptation sure. in that moment. Yeah. The Lord was faithful to leave me a way out. I just didn't seek his way out. And all you got to do is ask for forgiveness at that point, and he Boom. restores you back. And I mean, man, it's that just, simple. It's the like a father that wants to restore so, his son. Yes. He don't want to whoop his We're son. We're so undeserving. Yeah, it's it's awesome. <laughs> it really is. And it rolls into everything that we do in life mm -hmm. and our families when we have that same mm -hmm. grace towards our yeah, towards oh, our man. to our spouses and our children. It's so true. Um, to back to our parents, to our grandparents. Mm -hmm. And so. Oh, and uh, sorry. Yeah. To the point of like you know the networking thing, I think this was just God's perfect plan. You know, because I was getting planted in the church prior to me starting my real estate career. Yes. And, you know, once I took that step of faith, left the military, you know, got into full-time real estate, which was crazy in itself. Because I'm going from getting paid on the 1st and 15th to you might not get a check this at month. all. <laughs> right? You might not get a check this month. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so, but by that time I made that jump, the Lord had already given me this Network. community and this family and this it's network so that I built so much history and trust with. So I started letting everybody know I was going into real estate and man, I love it because, you know, obviously I got to provide for my family, but I was also, also 
be giving given this honor to help somebody through a very important time in their life like a it's very huge important financial. biggest purchase in your life is going to be a house a don't home you for your want family. somebody that's going to be one they got to answer to god on how they handle you and your situation yeah, you so know what true. i'm saying so yeah. that was my big thing it was like yes i'm seeking the good of others but also i got a heavenly father who's watching amen how i represent him that's you right. know and so now i'm you know, letting everybody know I'm an agent. And it's just like, the Lord just kept sending people my way. And and he's going to continue. Man, praise the and Lord. And he's going to continue. Receive it. You know, I think as we, as we, um, as we serve others mm-hmm. in humility, mm-hmm. yes. confidently serve others in, right. in humility, uh, he lifts us up. Mm-hmm. He yeah. elevates us up. And I think when we really look at what kind of value that we can bring, mm-hmm. you know, how can we really bring value to somebody? Right, right. Not just do the service and say, hey, you, know, you don't like it? Eh, just, you know, tough mm-hmm. luck. But right. well, what, are you, what are you talking about? Give me good value here. And I think right. that's the key thing. Mm-hmm. Be a troubleshooter, be a problem mm-hmm. solver, help them work through things so that they're not having to carry the burden by themselves. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's so much of our Christianity, so much of our walk. Right. And it rolls right into our work. It does. There's no so real separation, guys. That's what we keep talking about. There's no real separation. Mm-hmm. But Delonte, thank you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. What are you going to say? No, I was about to say, I'm very upfront. Like, I wear my faith on my sleeve in my business. Like, there, you go to my, my social media handles. You're going to see Jesus, you know, it's just, and I've just learned that if you lift him up, that's you right. can never go wrong with that. That's man. right. If you exalt him, you will, it will never be the wrong answer to exalt Jesus Christ. That's so true. And so I said, if I'm going to do this, he's going to be on the forefront of it. He's going to be the foundation of it. He's going to be. Yeah. And then the you reason. live it out. And then you live it you out. You live it out. You walk it out, him. live it out. Mm-hmm. He um, adds himself to it. Devante, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This was really good, man. I've been wanting to do this for a while. You've been on my my list. I have a big list. People don't, who are you going to have on? I said, I got a list. I got a list. I yeah. got people. Who's next? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have to find out. You're episode number 12. 12. No, I'm 13. You're episode 13? He's 12. Oh, you're going to be 13. 13. 13 is a good number. That's good. Three is my favorite number, so it's in there. All right, well, good. It's, it's, like, a, it's like an early birthday gift for you. And that's 31 flipped. Boom. 31. This wow. is why we're doing this because wow. tomorrow's your birthday. Come on. This will air in a week. <laughs> so so everybody make sure you wish uh, Devante happy birthday after you've seen this episode. Hey, guys, if um, if you liked what you heard, uh, you know, comment down below. And that's that's important. If you if you got something for Devante, you want to share, you want to mm-hmm. ask, you want to show happy birthday. Please go ahead and do it down <laughs> below. He'll love that. Uh, you can find him on his socials. We'll, we'll post this page here as well. So you can see that. Um, there's a lot of guys like Devante mm-hmm. out there and I'm just blessed to know him and, and have a relationship with him. And so, um, but if you've learned anything from this, you gleaned anything, just, mm-hmm. just step in it today. Amen. Repentance is for all of us. We all can have that experience and we can daily repent, mm-hmm. <laughs> daily turn away from things Lord. and, uh, and you'll see freedom. You'll see freedom in your personal life. You'll see freedom in your marriage and your family. You'll see it in your work life. Uh, it's, it's not just for special people, right? It's for right. everybody. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage you to, um, call out to Jesus and let him take the wheel of your life. Um, if you would, uh, like subscribe and ring that bell as well. Um, Thank you again for joining us and uh, we'll see you next time. God bless you guys.